welcome to the Not All Love and I podcast. I'm your host, Romy Moreno, and today we're with Lori and Marlies from Vitality Massage Studio. How are you guys doing? Hi, Romy. We're doing great. How are you? I'm doing Hi, guys. I'm so excited to have you guys on here because you guys, not only you guys help me so much when it comes to my wellness and my body, because I'm an athlete, I'm always like moving and doing yoga. But you guys are just such beautiful people and i love it i'm just so happy we're doing Thank this you. so um why don't you guys introduce yourselves Lori? i'm Lorianne bowen and i'm one of the massage therapists and owner here at vitality massage studio and i'm elise i'm Lori's business partner here and um i am also a massage therapist here and i want to know how do you guys come together like how do you guys how do you guys meet how, how did this idea come to let's do this you know, and help people get better. We met um, through a doctor that we both worked for. He's an acupuncturist, and there was a chiropractor there as well in Cutler Bay. And, um, you know, I walked in one day, and she was the head therapist there. And um, she's, she's actually been massaging for about four years, more, four or five years before I even started doing massage. She was already practicing. Um, and... I just remember the first time I met her, the doctor, you know, before hiring, they're like, okay, go back there, demonstrate a massage. And she actually came in <laughs> to the massage as well. And it was like, you know, showing what to do. So I, I knew she had really great technique and great skill. And she was sound in what she knew about healing in the body. So she was very confident in that. And um, she just has a great light and it was a force, you know, and I felt it. And it, the friendship grew from there. Right. And we did. We did a lot of mobile therapy. We kind of had like a little side hustle on the side yeah. out of there. <laughs> doing like massages and stuff like that. And from there we became really close. So, yeah. That's yeah how you guys have a, a great like, you know, dynamic. And the energy from both of you guys is just perfect. <laughs> perfect. Great balance. Um, why is it important for someone to incorporate massage therapy and body work for physical healing? So a lot of people think that massage is a luxury and I always tell them, no, you know, it's so much more than that. It helps to increase your immune system. It helps to increase your red blood cell and overall just help you to get up the perfect balance of mind, body and physical, you know, mind, body and soul. And what can someone do in between their sessions so they don't completely regress back to, you know, what they were before? We always try to um, tell people to incorporate stretching, especially in the mornings. After laying still for a long time, eight hours, seven hours sleeping, um, you know, the, the blood isn't fully circulating through the body, you know, everything slows down. Um, so upon waking, it's always good to do some type of stretch or just to get the, um, the energy and the, and the vitality flowing through the body as you wake. You know, I always recommend that people get down on the floor and do like 30 second planks for two minutes, you know, um, just to get the body warm and then you jump up and you're ready to go. Um, so I, I would say stretching and drinking a lot of water after, specifically after the massage. I do um, tell people about lemon and water, room temperature or warm if they can take it, just to try to flush the toxins that we have increased in circulation because these toxins were trapped in your heart muscles and then we 
you know, we did the massage, we increased the body circulation. So a lot of things that were locked in is now back in circulation. And I just want them to drink the water and urinate as much as possible just to flush it out of the body. So that's to about, that's, I think that's all we tell them, right? Yeah, I think diet also play a very important part because like, 98% of my clients love cheese and dairy, which I think create a lot of phlegm and inflammation in the body. So just being conscious of what you're putting in your body and also keeping, you know, in mind that you have to move throughout the day. Some people play on the coach, they play video games and stuff like that. So keep moving and also diet, staying hydrated, as Melissa said, and stuff like that. It's very important. And supplements as well, because you, I started taking magnesium like religiously because you always told me to take magnesium. Because of my tension or whatever I had going on for, for myself. Yeah, it calms the neurological system. And believe it or not, 98, I think 85% actually of the human population is deficient in magnesium, which is one of the most important supplements for the joints and muscles. So that's very important to incorporate in your supplements. Now, you guys also offer cupping. Yes. Which I love. So what is the purpose of getting cupping? Because a lot of people... Like when I do it, they're just looking at my back and they're like, well, what did you go through? They don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> so, so why should someone get cupping after a massage? So cupping is very important because, like I said before, if you're someone that's eating very bad, you have a lot of inflammation. If you work out a lot, there's a lot of tension in the muscles. So cupping just pretty much helps to relieve those tension, get rid of inflammation and stagnation blood out of the body by bringing them to the surface. It's also improving circulation and stuff like that. So that's very important. Yeah, you can actually tell um, the status of the person's body by looking at the discolorations in the cupping. Um, You know, if you see a lot of purple, deeper hues, you know that there's stagnation. So the muscle is actually trapped, uh, it's so contracted that the ebb and flow coming into the the muscle and out of the muscle of fresh, the blood brings fresh blood and oxygen to the muscle for healing, repair, and just its day-to-day functions. So when um, the muscle is very contracted and tight, that ebb and flow is depleted a bit. So you see um, stagnation building up in the muscle and that would bring a more purple hue through the cupping. We can see that um, sometimes there's even a green tinge and that could be um, metals, it could be mucus, heavy metals get trapped in our bodies. Um, so the cupping definitely can tell a lot about the state of the blood and the muscular system. Now the cupping itself, does it help with that? Or that's just like, we could see what's going on and you could do something else to improve, you know, like flushing out those metals or, or releasing the, the contraction of the muscle. We could... Um, we can guide people uh, to maybe increase the water intake, hydration in the body, and um, to increase activity in that area. Sometimes through overuse, like we, we're sanitary. You know, right. this human race yeah. is very sanitary <laughs> right now in the West. And so let's say someone is at a desk for seven hours or eight hours a day. Um, just that positioning and the protraction of the shoulders and the head on that increases the weight on the neck muscles on the shoulder muscles and a lot of people come in complaining of oh i always store tension in my upper traps and in my neck and it's just becoming so stiff and unbearable but so what we do is the massage to you know increase the circulation and then we would do cupping to try to again draw upward and outward from the muscle whatever might be in there 
um, uh, so after that, we tell them, you know, try and be a little bit more mobile. I, I always tell them, like, so the last five minutes of every hour, if you could stand and move around, which is crazy. If you're sitting at a desk for an hour and then at the 55 mark, you, you get up and you move around. I, I ask people to just stand and retract the shoulders. Just check your posture. Do a body check. So how's my head position? How's my shoulders? Is it stacked against my hips? You know, what am I doing? You know, how am I feeling? How am I breathing deeply? The breath is super important. The breath moves the chi. The chi moves the blood. You know, so that's a powerful part of circulation. So we just remind them of these little things that you might think of in a day-to-day. You know? Yeah, it's not conscious because, you know, we're so comfortable in being misaligned with our body that whenever we're sitting up straight correctly, we're like, this is so uncomfortable. uncomfortable Until right? you do get used to yes. that. It's, it's a pattern that you have to break. Yes. It's a habit you have to build. Yes. Right? yes and definitely. personally, when it comes to copying, I think for me personally, if I get copying and I see that I have really dark cues on my back i know it's time for a detox and i think it's so important that you know you do a detox twice a year because we consume so many crap on a daily basis and over time if you're not getting that stuff out of your body that's where the diseases come in you know so yeah i feel like cupping could help you to see what's going on in your body and help you it's like say, a quick, oh, yeah, a quick it's time for a detox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. I feel so, mm-hmm. I mean, you always are like, yeah, your, your color looks good. But that last time I did it, right. you're like, what have you been doing? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Why is it so dark? I'm like, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> and Melissa and I get questioned all the time. Like, oh my God, like, why do you guys do this here? Like, who pay you guys to do this to them? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's not a torture chamber. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, people cool. think it's unpleasant. Right. I mean, it could be painful. I, I'm really good. I'm comfortable. Well, <laughs> very uncomfortable. Just like those deep tissue massages could be very uncomfortable, Melise. When you uh, got my calves that first time that you gave me a massage, I was like, this hurts so good. This hurts so good. But man, like, nice my body days. needed that so, so much, so much. And I'm glad that you mentioned that you know, massages, yes, they could be very luxurious. You know, you could go and and do it for whatever, self-care, whatever. But this is something that, you know, your body actually really needs in order for it to work properly. Just like, you know, for me going to my to my sports medicine doctor chiropractor this is what i need a realignment it's not like you have to wait to get into an accident to go see a chiropractor right you know so and human touch Mm -hmm. in itself just without the deep tissue massage human touch is so important it's so important yeah that alone puts people into you know i always try to if they if i see someone come in and they're like a little they're not looking at me in my eyes and they're a little like, ah, uh, you can tell they're a little frustrated. You know, I want to take people out of fight or flight and take them immediately into rest and digest. And believe me, the human touch immediately can do it. And that's what I love about you guys because not everybody has that approach, right? And people feel that. And that's why I keep sending everybody here. <laughs> you know, I've had people tell me like, um, you know, I just had a massage with Melise and, and just the way that she was talking to me and, and the things that she was telling, like, I've never felt so seen. And, and that's a beautiful thing Aww. because it's not like you're just getting a massage, right? You, it's, you guys do so much more, well, you know, so that's why you do a great job. <laughs> now, we all know that, like, we hold a lot of trauma in our body, a lot of energy like you were talking about earlier, waking up and moving that stagnant energy. Um, 
you know, we do a lot of body work when it comes to doing yoga, opening up the hips, releasing, whatever. Have you guys, I know massage does that as well, right? right. Have you guys experienced someone having like an emotional release or something like that while you guys are giving them a massage? At least more often than <laughs> myself, but um, I've had one or two and I just, you know, try to talk them through it and tell them that it's going to be okay. It's okay to do it once in a while, to cry, to let it go. And yeah, which is you guys are holding space for them. Technically. Yes, um, I wouldn't say it's something that we consciously no. do or try to do, um, but it does occur. And sometimes it catches me off guard. You know, I might actually be looking at their face. And to be honest, almost like 85% of the time during a massage, my eyes are closed. So some people are like, oh my God, I'm so self-conscious. I'm like, I'm not looking at you. <laughs> and my, um, my, I feel, I, I feel more comfortable with my eyes closed because Believe it or not, I feel like I can see them better. You're intuitively, yeah, intuitively I can guided. see them better. Um, I can feel, I can see with my fingertips, I swear. Yes. <laughs> and I I'll go back right. to the area. I know I have to move on, but I'll go back. Um, so the release that I've experienced with people um, were full on tears. Like, you know, one time there was just sobbing, right. bawling. My partner, Lori, had to come out of her massage to check you know, to see if, if everything was okay because the, the person was crying, crying. Balling. So that was a little unexpected. And when these things first started happening, you know, it it takes you back because I start thinking, what did I do? What was the process, you know? And you can't repeat it. It's not something that is a technique that you do. And at least not for us. We haven't delved into that area. I'm sure there's something like that. Um, so these are definitely just natural occurrences. It's not forced. I'm not talking to the person. Uh, but I, but we are moving the people. So we're, we're moving the blood. We're moving the chi through the body um, that might have been blocked or s stopped somewhere. And um, so we're very, we're energetic human beings, but our emotions are very like magnetic, you know. So it could cause magnetic blockages sometimes. And then during the massage and increasing the blood flow and the chi, these blockages are released and they feel it. Mm -hmm. And um, that is what causes the, the release, the emotional release. Um, so again, it's not intentional, but if it is needed, you know, it's definitely allowed in the space. We, as you said, we do make a comfortable, safe space for anything to occur, you know, within the guidelines of <laughs> medical massage, of course. Um, but it, it is something that I would like to look into a little bit more. Um, right now, I don't know if we know enough information about it. I just allow, allow it. I, I feel as long as you continue to do what you're doing, keep closing your eyes and let yourself be guided, you're, you're, you give what the person needs. Yes. You know, we're, yes. we're not going in there with the intention like, oh, we're going to make them cry. Right. 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 That's it's what like, I want to Because the person, that's, if that's what they need, that's what they're going to get. If the intention that you said is like, you know, it's like when I do my sound healing or when I teach my yoga, I always set my intention use me as a vessel for whatever the person needs. Yes, right. that's what I definitely do. You know? Mm -hmm. Right so, before my hands go on, I'm like, thank you right. for this opportunity. Thank you for the space. Thank you for this person here. And allow whatever to goosebumps. It's, right. it's magic. It, and it really thankfully, um, we have like amazing clients with beautiful energy like yourself. So, you know, sometimes Melissa yes. and I don't really know how, at least I don't know how to block my energy sometimes as well. But I was like, oh, you know, this person, energy is so beautiful. I don't even mind. So... Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, we like I mentioned, we do hold a lot of traumas and, and stagnant energy in our bodies. So massage could help release that, right? Not that you guys are intentionally doing it, but it is part of the process. That is why um, going forward with my retreats, I'm incorporating um, massages yes. with the packages because I feel like it's so important yes. for people to have like a day where after doing so much of the trauma work, so much of the healing work, so much of like the discovery work in these retreats to go in a little bit deeper into the body work because they are doing the yoga, they are hiking, they are moving their body, breath work. Now we need to incorporate the massage. Yes, yes. and the human touch yes. and allow for more of the release. I think it would like heighten their level of like expansion and understanding of what you're doing for them as well and what they need, what their journey is. What a lot of people don't know is that massage was actually the first form of medicine. Tell me more. So, um, this is like way back. So, you know, in, I don't know if people are familiar, but in the East, you know, we've been doing medicine for thousands of years. Like traditional Chinese medicine can date back anywhere from 2,500 to 5,000 years ago. So, um, you know, there's ancient relics and stuff found um, where people were shaving rocks into different pointy forms and sticks and using it as pressure on the human body where there was aches and pains. Mm -hmm. So they would actually, um, this is how we kind of could tell that massage was being performed and then later acupuncture. Um, so I guess it's a very old ancient <laughs> form of healing. That's really cool. I didn't know that. It's more natural. Like if you think of even children, they come up to you and they start rubbing you. I think it's very an instinct within human beings or even our animals that we keep around us. The touch, right? Right. Right. It's an attraction of energy. It's a give and take, a reciprocation of it. And um, it's it's the touch. The touch is powerful. Oh. It's powerful. It really is. And the intention. The intention behind the touch. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you, you mentioned acupuncture because <laughs> <laughs> you're currently, Melise, you're currently yes. in school to become an acupuncturist. Yes. I study acupuncture and herbology yes. um, at AMC close by. Which is a fun fact. Yes. I used to work there. I don't oh, you know told that me that. She told me yes. so, that. So when I got pregnant with my firstborn, I was actually working there. Wow. So... So it's such a small world. Coincidence. Yeah. Or not. So I, don't know. I know Dr. Brown and, yes. and Lauren. And so it's really, it's they're a, amazing. There. Yeah. It's, it's a, a really a, good school. Yeah. Very good school. School. community there. Um, so I do study acupuncture and again, herbology. And we hope to incorporate and keep expanding. You know, we definitely do medical grade massage. And I think it's a natural progression to move into Eastern medicine. You know, it makes sense. It completely. It goes with the brands, yes. <laughs> and what is what is acupuncture and um, herbology good for? So acupuncture is a study um, or recognition of the energetic body. Um, so we follow certain guidelines. There's actually 12 main meridians of energy that run up and down and in and out of our organs. Um, there's more channels than that, but the, the 12 main channels are those and it's represented by the organs of the body like the heart channel the lung channel the liver channel and on these pathways there are specific points or vortexes of energy 
um, pulling in or out of the body. And um, through thousands of years, the Chinese have mastered this technique. And um, so we're able to actually heal people by correcting the disturbance in the energetic meridians or energetic field of the body. And um, I, I have a personal belief that we actually get sick energetically first. So there's a disruption or a disturbance in the energy of the body. And then if left unchecked, it manifests in a physical representation. I believe that as well. So, <laughs> so if you want to heal somebody and truly heal somebody or assist in the healing, um, you would need to address the energetic disturbance first. So whether it's through meditation, whether it's through yoga, <laughs> um, or massage, acupuncture, um, you just want to correct the energy lines of the body and just make sure that they're, again, flowing. Everything is about flow. Everything is about circulation. The chi moves the blood and the blood nourishes the body. So um, acupuncture allows for healing on uh, at the root cause of the issue. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, you mentioned the meridians. I actually wanted to ask you about the meridians yeah. and like what they are and acupoints and the nadis. So the, uh, we kind of covered that a little bit. The meridians are channels or lines of energy. There's 12 main meridians in the body. Um, and they run from head to toe, fingers to body. It just runs in a very methodical, like um, intelligent way in the body. So the, that's the meridians, these channels or highways of energy. The acupuncture points are, again, vortexes of energy um, that were mapped out on the meridian lines, and they're used for different purposes. So, if we, it, so let's say the lung channel, for instance, has nine points on the lung channel. So lung one would be to open up the chest, expand the lungs, while lung seven might be to release um, the exterior, release to the exterior what is trapped within. So let's say the lung is full of mucus and I want to ex start expelling the mucus. I would go to certain points. I would do that lung seven, you know. Um, uh, so they're all very purposeful in, in, in their job, what they do. And you just have to learn it in a way and, you know, practice in a way that you know how to incorporate what points for what illness. And we go in with the needles and tap in and they feel it. When there's energy blocked, they feel an electric, like, I know you have. Laurie's <laughs> <Lurie, laughs> been participating in acupuncture for a very long time as well. Um, it's just something that we do for self-care. Acupuncture helped me a lot with migraines. Very I used yeah. to have really bad migraines to the point that I used to black out. I couldn't drive because it was that bad. Mm. So I, I started seeing an acupuncturist and I was seeing him routinely, like consistently, like every week for a couple of weeks until I got better. Yes. And now I, well, I know now also my healthy lifestyle helps, yes. you know, but the migraine, it's, I remember my first migraine, I was six years old. I remember, and I remember getting home from school. I'm like, what is this? Like my eyes, like I couldn't see the light and it was really bad. That's very young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So acupuncture really helped me with that. I know Lori does something called acupressure. We both do. Um, so let's say the same points that he might have used in the base of your, I know he probably did some acupuncture at the back or base of the skull, um, and the neck and the shoulders. She actually does something called a head zone out technique for 30 minutes I just know. on the skin. <laughs> I 
it. <laughs> and she self-taught, you know, she, she taught herself the um the points needed around the skull and she, she me a little bit too. <laughs> and she would do the same techniques using her finger as pressure instead of a needle. So it's called acupressure because we're still incorporating the same points and activating them or sedating them right. in a way. Um so that technique is still used here, but it's legal to, right. <laughs> to do it here. And I think that's one of the things that sets us apart from, you know, other massage places. It's like we focus on those pressure points and we help to get rid of the issue that these clients are coming here for. And we're constantly learning. Like, right. Lori doesn't study acupuncture, but she do, doesn't know a hell of a lot about it. <laughs> you know, uh, we were just constantly learning. People say that they come here for rehab. Oh, no, I'm like, we're not physical therapists. Don't say that. Well, <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, I went to physical therapy before I came to you and that didn't work. Yeah, I know. Just the verbiage, you know, I don't want to get to. It's like when people call me a therapist, I'm like, I'm not your therapist. I'm your life coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's not therapy. This is coaching. He goes, yeah, but you've done more for me. I'm like, okay. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> so, it's you so, so last thing, like what is the, the nadis? We didn't get into that. So nadis is part, um, it's not recognized in acupuncture or traditional Chinese medicine, which is what I study. Um, it is recognized in Ayurvedic medicine. And fun fact, acupuncture came from Ayurvedic medicine. Um, Ayurveda is even older than this. So could you imagine like this is we're going back like thousands, thousands of thousands, yes thousands, this thousands is ancient techniques and i feel like um uh it's tried and proven it, it it's been proven you know to work so um and that medicine let's say is 5000 years old and and compared to western medicine it's 300 years old so the pharmaceuticals that way <laughs> they're like a kindergartner yeah. so um uh the nadis are again channels they're not um, as specific as traditional, it's not organized as well as traditional Chinese medicine. It is more the root, the primitive form of it. So um, the Chinese took this body of ancient information from India and went and expanded on it and studied it and then made it more organized. So the nadis are actually energy channels as well and they work well with the chakras. Right. The chakras are the bigger wheels of energy in our body and I know you know yes. a lot about it. Yes, I ask questions I know about it, you know, so I can hear you. But in yoga we do, you know, connect to that as well with the chakras, doing the different, you know, mudras and the and the like muda bandha. Mm -hmm. It's just we're connecting, you know, with also with the vagus nerve and all the vagus is very important. Yeah. Let's talk about what the vagus nerve is since I brought it up. The vagus is one of the largest n nerves in the body. It's called the wandering nerve. It's actually counted as one of the cranial nerve, the tenth cranial yeah. nerve. Yeah. However, it goes, it goes all straight down. down into the chest. And um, I was actually reading something recently that's saying I'm not a fan of very, very cold water. But they said that drinking really cold water once in a while can activate the nerve. I feel that. I do. I feel it run down the back of my, my spine. I when I drink water. really cold water, that I always drink room temperature. Yeah, because it's like when it's really cold, I feel it. Like I feel it in the back of my skull going down the back of my neck. Yeah. I definitely feel it. But the vagus nerve has a lot to do with, um, you know, fight or flight, rest and digest. You know, we want to just keep the balance with that. Yeah, so having it balanced will keep you balanced. That's very important, very yes. important. And, you know, you mentioned sound therapy earlier, and I know that you can directly affect the vagus nerve because of how large it is through the 
sound therapy. You know, nerves are um, channels of stimulation and then sound is vibration. So these are all yeah. on the same level. Yeah, it's all under the same umbrella, like you mentioned <laughs> earlier. It's all the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, incorporating all these different modalities, like, like assist your healing so much. On a holistic level. Yeah. We're looking at everything. Right. Not only right. physically, but spiritually, mentally, mentally. emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's great to do different things. Mm-hmm. So you guys posted on your Instagram some questions for people to ask you. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you those questions now. The first one is, what does wellness mean to you guys at Vitality? So here at Vitality, I think wellness is just having a balance of your um, physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being. Um, along with that, I think it's also important that you know you live a very sanitary lifestyle, like when it comes to your diet, staying hydrated, taking the right supplement, and just being a positive person. So that's what wellness means to us here at Vitalivia. Yes. I think that people think of wellness more as like this physical thing, like, oh, this aches and I need a massage. I need to heal, you know, to heal that or move it. Um, But to us, I think healing is just, it has so many different meanings. I think even trying to observe and take control of, you know, your thoughts and the rapid thoughts that come through and pass through us, I think is very important. I think, you know, holding holding your intention and holding um, uh, a void sometimes. Just think of nothing. Don't have these rapid thoughts flickering through your mind 24-7. So meditate. Oh, is that (laughs) (laughs) So meditate. There we go. Um, I think uh, having a little bit uh, more self-control as far as thoughts go and and your lifestyle goes play a big part. It allows us to assist in your healing on a deeper level. Even, you know, we could do more. Just live in the moment. So next question is, are your therapists licensed and or certified? Yes. I would hope so. (laughs) We are licensed. We're both licensed and we have multiple certifications actually because enabled to sustain your license year to year, you have to always um, have uh, go through a new course. Mm -hmm. So every year we have to do like the last one I think we did was lymphatic drainage and then we did a deep level level of cupping therapy. So it's just these... um, certifications that we do just to uh, expand on our education yes absolutely which we need to do because times change and and also i'm a huge believer of like yes get like all these certifications right but you have to take the time to implement and practice because in practice because i've seen people like oh i got certified for this oh and i got certified for this and i got sir now like okay and what time are you implementing any of this because (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) which is why we don't advertise the last CEU that we did because Melissa and I sometimes we get so busy here we have no time to practice anything yeah. else and we haven't really practiced the lymphatic drainage you know I mean we know we know what we're doing but to like perfect it we want to like perfect it so we haven't advertised it much yeah we always try we take things to another level like, <laughs> well we if you ever it. need if you ever need to practice on anyone I you know volunteer as tribute <laughs> she volunteers her body to yeah, science exactly whatever you need whatever you need um next question is it better to take a painkiller or get a massage to get rid of the pain i think it depends on what type of pain yeah. they're experiencing we need a little bit more information um you know because there's different types of pain and it could be deep organ pain in the body um massage i feel would work more superficially 
mm-hmm. um, on the muscular system, nerves, you know, joints. Um, but if they're feeling something, you know, deep, like uterus contractions, we could probably calm them down, though, and calm yeah. the, the contractions. But that's a... It's a funny question. I just yeah. don't really believe in using medication or painkillers to like cover up the issue. I feel like you need to get to, to the root cause. The root cause, yeah. But like, that would be like a temporary thing, maybe for them to get through the day or move forward. I mean, I've seen people like that take steroid shots of the storage. Yeah, the quarter of your steroids. I think the yeah. doctors are like handing them out like, you get a shot. And it's really <laughs> yeah. odd. Like, they're like, listen, I had my last shot like six months ago. I'm due for another one. I'm coming to just try to see if the massage would help. The doctor can't give me the shot right now. And then we, we take them in. We do what's needed. We work with them and they feel the relief without yeah. the quarter steroids. And I feel like if you're constantly on painkillers, you're not going to want to go seek help to get to the root issue. Yeah, because you're masking yeah, the problem, right? right? So, yeah, painkillers are great Like if it's really, really bad and, and you just can't. Yeah. But it shouldn't be like a supplement. Right. Yeah. Because oh, no. that <laughs> comes with like a bunch of side effects, side effects and a mm-hmm. whole set of other issues like it kill your gut health. The gut health. Yeah, yeah the, like which is very important. And even the lining of the stomach mm-hmm. and it increases acid in the tummy. Right. So it's not so good for the long-term use. Right. More damage than good. So if you can, definitely the holistic route yeah. or a massage is definitely better in my opinion. <laughs> right. I mean, and then through pain, we tend to like suspend the breath like you're like not breathing as deeply when that's the point where you need to pull in the energy you need to pull in the oxygen the prana right. energy and um direct it like yeah. you know we are our own doctors mm-hmm. we are our own healers we just keep giving our power up to yeah society or to these professionals but it starts with us you know your mom was your first doctor right yeah and she taught you you know instinctively inside of us we know what is needed Mm -hmm. can we create a space of stillness to listen to our body to Mm -hmm. hear ourselves that's what we need can we do that right because if that was done and if that was practiced we can heal ourselves we can prevent illness and i've seen that yeah we've seen this firsthand i've seen this and i've also seen where like you have someone that when i was at the doctor's office for instance like i've seen someone come in for help with a certain issue they was having and they had the whole mentality that oh this doesn't work this doesn't work and sure enough of course it's not gonna work yeah they didn't see any result and the minute they changed their mind their Mindset. mindset and start believing in the treatment, then she starts seeing a result. Yeah. Right, because you're being open to receiving. Yes. Exactly. Right? Yes. It's, I was having this conversation with my friend yesterday that, you know, not anything to do with this, but like when I opened myself to a certain thing, so many opportunities started coming. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's so crazy because like a month ago, like none of this was happening. But you aligned right. yourself right. with your purpose. Right. And that is what the universe reads. Yes. And it's like, oh, you want to do this? Here. Here. Yeah. Here, yeah. You here you I'm go. You. Extra. Mm-hmm. There's abundance. so many. There's, okay. there's yeah. so, so many. Tap now I have me. options. Thank <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> um, mine is a powerful thing, man. Yeah, yeah. But talking about like the pink and there's um, our bodies um, results based on like internal issues. If you have something going on internally, then it'll show up in the body later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If it's un, un, it's not being checked, it's not being acknowledged, it's not being 
respected. So our body is drawing our attention to an issue like pain, inflammation, redness, heat. These are all, or um, your energy feels stagnant. You don't feel lively. You're not vital. Yeah. Why? Why? It's not always external. We need to turn inward sometimes and just focus you know we live in a society every you know it's glitz and glamour over here when we first came to this country i was like amazed and they put me into new york i was like i went from a little island to new york city and i was like whoa and i could feel throughout the years that the attention is more protracted protracted outward 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 and um you know where your intention lies is what grows and flourish mm-hmm. flourishes. So uh, sometimes, you know, we need to be balanced and pull that inward and just introspectively look at ourselves, do a self-check, feel our bodies, feel our greatness, you know, and um, and that can allow healing as well. Yeah. The thing is that so many people are just not comfortable with sitting with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't even like to go out to a movie alone or dinner alone exactly. because they can't sit with themselves that mm-hmm. they can't fathom like worse than that. They can't sit in quietness and stillness because then they hear themselves and they, you know, it's, it's like a foreign person now we don't know ourselves yeah you're so disconnected from yourself or if you're used to being around a lot of chaos and a lot of things going on that when things are calm and things are just quiet you're just waiting for it yeah you're just waiting for the shoe to drop like something that we're living in fight or flight exactly what i was gonna say exactly that's not healthy healthy yeah um that's a lot of work that goes into like getting because i used to be that person i used to when things were just too calm i'm like okay so how am i going to self-destruct and find you know stimulation let me go party and go do some drugs (laughs) we um connect with other people if we're not Not first connecting with with ourselves right how how could it be a genuine interaction with Mm -hmm. somebody else Mm -hmm. if we're not interacting with ourselves we're not Focusing on ourselves. Have fun with yourself. Play with yourself. Not physically, but, you know, have yes, fun. Physically enjoy. Too. Why not? Play with yourself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, um, in, enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time and space that you create for yourself. That's why Lori has, like, a whole bath time ritual sometimes. I'm like, this is a lot. <laughs> Candles. Scents. You know I create bath salts, right? Like, spiritual. Really? Yes. Yes, oh my I God. do. I can, I can get some of that. Yeah. yeah, but I love I carving out a little time for yeah, you. Need it's that. Important. You need that. Like, Especially so when you work important. with other people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. You have to disconnect. Like after every life coaching session for me, every Reiki session, even every yoga class, yoga session, like I have to, you know, disanchor myself from that person. Right. And because ground. and ground myself again, because if not, you take that shit home. Yes. And yes. let me tell you, that little stick of sage is not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You need a little bit more than that. <laughs> yes, I agree. I totally you need agree. exorcism. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So the next question is, does a massage um, need to hurt in order for it to be a good massage? And I think that this is a really great question because some people feel that unless you're in pain, it's not working. No. Those are excessive people and they want more regardless. So it mightn't just be in a massage. It might be like, okay, I'm going to take, the doctor says, take two pills every two hours. I'm going to take three pills every hour. You know, it's just excessive. And I could fall into that category. I used to be that way. Person. <laughs> you know, I, I, I definitely could um, relate to that. Um, so to answer the question. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, no. it, matter of fact, it 
I mean, shouldn't, it shouldn't hurt. You know, it shouldn't, shouldn't hurt, you know? Like um, People think more is more. More, more yeah. is better. If I'm not feeling that hurt, they're not doing their job. It's not working. I think if, if it's like a deep tissue massage, like when they said I've gotten like, deep tissue from you, like the first time I got a massage from you, my calves were, I'm like, I didn't even know that that existed. Like that yeah. pain. What? The next day, I was sore. I was super sore, like if I worked out calves. <laughs> but that's what my body needed. And then... The day after, I was just, like, feeling so much better. I was just like, this is so awesome. (laughs) I feel like you definitely don't have to get a deep tissue massage to see results. In fact, you could get the same result from a firm Swedish massage as you can from a deep tissue massage. But some people, they have a very high sensitivity to touch, and it all depends on how tight the muscle of the body is because I could be like literally like just glazing my hand over you and you feel like I'm just like digging into you and I'm like I didn't even touch you they've gone past pain to a point of irritation and inflammation and it's very so just to start addressing the issue everything they're on fire they're they're, you know the gentlest touches causing sensations that they're unfamiliar with and with those people do you think you could go deep into their body no way no way so it's layers it's layers to this thing when it comes to my therapy, I always listen to the client. It's all about what you want. You know, even if I think you need something different, like I'm like, I'm going to give you a Swedish massage because that's what you want, even though I think you should go a little bit deeper because I want, one, I want you to be happy with, you know, the service and like you could come back and resolve the issue even more. So I don't think you have to go. It's just like that mentality. Like, like people, it happens with working out. Like, unless you're like getting killed at the gym and, you know, super sore the next day, it wasn't a good workout. No, you can literally yeah. not be sore at all. And that workout was exactly what your mm-hmm. body needed. Exactly. Yeah. Again, I guess it's just listening to your body and communicating with your therapist. And I also think techniques have a lot to do with it because I've gone to places to get massages and you have the therapist like angling their elbows like straight down into my muscle and I'm like holy shit that hurts yeah. you know um when it comes to like a technique like that you're always supposed to like angle your elbow at an angle not straight down so it all depends on the therapist technique as well well it, I'm glad you mentioned technique because the next question um is tell me about some common injuries that your clients have and what techniques help them. Man, we have seen a lot so, of different issues. Here. Yeah, we we primarily do uh, medical grade massage here. So I've seen a lot of like plantar fasciitis, sciatic nerve issues, headaches, um, uh, neuralgia, headaches, um, tennis elbow, tennis elbow, golf, golfer's elbow, mm-hmm. frozen shoulder. So um, the technique would vary according to what we're dealing with. Yes. So everything is super individualized when you're dealing with body work or massage. Everybody's different. And then you have to know how to like come outside of your comfort zone and edit your technique a bit to fit what's needed at that time with that person. So again, you have to be totally conscious. You have to be totally aware of what's going on here and, and tap into everything you know and listen, listen yeah. to the person, listen to and what they need. When it comes to that, I think um, you have different type of massages. You have Swedish, you have shiatsu, deep tissue. And when it comes to something like muscular dysfunction or having 
you know, any kind of problem with the muscle. I think we focus more on shiatsu and acupressure because those are more medical techniques that helps to relieve whatever issue the client is having. So even though we might manipulate it, you know, like in different ways, we always incorporate some shiatsu or some um, acupressure points pressure into points. those kind of um, issues. Yeah, that's great. And the last question is, what advice would you give someone that works hard, works out hard and doesn't do recovery care? You won't be working out much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I think if you want the best, most beautiful, like, muscles, I feel, like the long, elongated muscles, plump, um, I think the recovery is one of the most yeah. important parts of it. It, it yeah. actually follows the workout. It, 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 makes no, it makes no sense to me to work out rigorously and then not have a recovery routine. Like it's right. Believe it or not, every time we work out as well, we're causing induced trauma. Like, so you need to be recovering those muscles. You're going to get rid of the lactic acid buildup. And if you're not doing that over time, all of that buildup just becomes too much for the muscle. And then you start, Hard yeah, inflammation. In With inflammation comes pain and a whole bunch of other issues, which now become chronic. And that's when you're going for your steroid shots. Like, I just had a guy yesterday that he had some kind of bet with his son that, oh, his son told him that if you could lift 500 pounds, I'll let you train me. Sure oh enough, he God. did, and he ended up with a tour rotator cuff. Oh. Yeah, and now he's working on recovery for that, and he wasn't coming to get massages. He's He doesn't stretch, so, you know, like, things like that. It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, so those I are part of the workout, like, yeah. the stretching. What would be everything. a good, like, recovery routine, you would think? Um, Definitely hydration. Hydration. And stretching. even if you're not coming here for a passive stretch, like active stretch is just as important. So, you know, now it's going to take you months and months because when you have like a rotator cuff, I yeah. mean, that's like, that's a one of those joint. very one of our big joints. Yeah, joints that takes a very long time. And, and you use it all the time. Right. So. And if you're not getting, if you're not getting recovery care, scar tissue is a very, very right. big issue that we see here from people that had had like injuries and don't get any kind of recovery for it. And then those scar tissue builds up and then you have lack of circulation and a whole bunch of other issues. So internal, you know, the scar tissue is non-vascular. Right. So there's no blood flow to that area that's already damaged. And that's, you know, how we heal with the bringing fresh blood and oxygen to, you know, that area that might be impaired. So we don't want scar tissue to build up. That's something I know a lot of massage therapists yeah. and like, um, you know, uh, any other th type mm -hmm. of therapist would be battling inside the body. That's something and that's hard to control. Yeah. It's hard for us to deal with. I would prefer to just um, just have that routine in place so that, you know, we could um, help the, the healing and recovery better. Right. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an injury, like, just from being overly active on a daily basis, you're developing scar tissue if you're not recovering those muscles. Yeah. I think we need to move away from the massages are luxury mm -hmm. to it's unnecessary. care. Yeah, preventative, preventative care. care. It's recovering care. You could use it, you know, any way. Yeah. Well, that was great. Thank you guys so much for, you. you know, sharing your knowledge with me today. Thank you for having where can, us. Where can um, everybody find you? 
other than in my stories, me reposting you guys. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram at Vitality Massage Studio. We also have a website at Vitality Massage Studio, Miami305.com. And yeah, just come on and we're located um, on... Close to the Falls Mall, 129 Terrace. Pinecrest. Yes. And Lori, you have another little business I'm going to throw in there. Yes. So let's talk about it a little bit. So I just started Alori Vintage, which is a recycle um, business. I feel like fast fashion has become such a big issue in um, our culture today and it's actually killing the planet. So I'm trying to find ways where we can like get out of that, you know, fast fashion brand and just be a lot more conscious and what we're buying so we can save our planet. And where can people follow this? I also have an Instagram, it's called Alori Vintage, and I also have a website, alorivintage.com. All right, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate you. And remember, guys, it's not all of the night.